Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 743 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today on this Thursday, a chilly, chilly Thursday in Austin. You guys are wimp. JD, it was, listen, wimp possibly, but let me get, let me describe the circumstances of this crazy Austin. It was almost below freezing. It was 76 yesterday. I think it might I was be. walking around, popped my top, wearing flip-flops. It was great. It's like 30 and windy and maybe going to have some wintry precipitation. It's just, I can't handle this. Wintry precipitation. Yeah, it's it's going to accumulate. And you know, when it accumulates, yeah. bad things can happen. <laughs> as, as JD well knows. Catastrophe can happen. Pipes are going to be bursting. Run your hot water all night so the pipes don't freeze. We could be stranded on the East Coast, JD and I, and then I have to rescue this young man. Could happen. It could happen. It's happened before. Okay. Big weekend preview coming. We have so much wrestling. Son of a. Are you kidding me? What? What's wrong with you? Hello? Oh, no. Ben doesn't realize that we can hear him. We hear you, buddy. (laughs) He's definitely frozen, though. Damn it. I hear you, buddy. You hear me? Stop yeah, swearing. Yes, I was about to start dropping some F-bombs. I know. Talked, I, I got on early because I was worried about my internet, and we talked for 15 minutes, and nothing happened, and then the second we get on the show. It always it always is like that, and I don't understand why, because it doesn't actually make sense, but that's the way it works. Yeah. Okay. I got my phone as a backup, just in case. Okay. Uh, flex alert. Ben, ben Askren has a smartphone. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brand speaks, okay? Uh, He speaks about the thing we've been talking about, everyone's been talking about in wrestling. What's up with Austin DeSanto? Maybe you'll be satisfied with what he said. Maybe you'll be able to glean something. I say we hear from Tom, and then we talk about it. Play it, Tyler. uh, Have we decided? Um, I mean, both guys are great options, and – you know, our number one guy is Austin DeSanto, and – um, we haven't decided because, you know, 
funny things happen in life. Um, I can't guarantee it. So how's that for a teaser? I, I would say this. I would say that um, we're going to put our best light up on the mat. Yeah, and then there's like a really long pause. I think that's good. I got worried when he stopped talking because I thought I was going to freeze again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, so what does he mean when he says funny things happen? What does that mean? I don't know. It's unexpected things can happen. Things you wouldn't, you know, anticipate. Injuries happen. Other things happen. Funny things. But jokes. Jokes happen sometimes. Sometimes maybe it was a practical joke gone, gone awry. I, I look at it. Um, I mean, to me, yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't say Austin's going to be the guy. But he kind of says the plan is for Austin to be the guy. He's our number one guy. They really like Colin a lot. And I think that's what the clip gets into. But there's a, like, a really long pause. Like, yeah, yeah. really like Colin. There was conversation with Colin. There was dialogue on the decision to pull him. And, and they're, you know, on the same page about it. So I I view it as DeSanto's going to be back. It sounds like he's in the probables. I don't know if it was injury, if it was something else related, but. The bottom line is, I mean, and he said this, you know, we're going to put our best lineup on there. There's there's no scenario where Colin is a better option than, than DeSanto unless DeSanto's. All right, Christian, gunned your head. What was it? Disciplinary, injury. He played a prank on Coach Brands. <laughs> yeah, he did a water balloon prank on, on Coach Brands. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's injury because. So that's so, so short. We're talking like a week and a half. Yeah, I don't think you pull Colin for an injury if it's not that serious of an injury. But then again, Austin hasn't wrestled either. So, yeah, that's true. but he would. I don't think he'd be in the probables if he wasn't probable. You know, if he wasn't an option, that would well, that would they be didn't put Jake in the probables uh, last week. So, what'd you say? They didn't put Drake in the probables last weekend, and then he went. That was just. That was just trickeration. They wanted to surprise. They wanted to surprise them uh, when they pulled him out. Um, they wanted to have some drama at uh, in Carver Hawkeye for his. They should put Spencer they in the probable next month. Well, it's like Belichick listed Tom Brady as questionable for like literally fifteen straight years. <laughs> Single year, he's questionable. We'll see. Um. So yeah, I I think he's gonna. I think this is if you're an Iowa fan, if you're a DeSanto fan, and also you can hear why I say DeSanto sometimes because Coach Brands. Yeah, why is he saying that? I don't know. Maybe that's how it's pronounced. He would know better than me. Yeah, maybe. So maybe it's DeSanto. So I'll use it both so I can be wrong and right uh, in both shows, in both instances. So I think he'll be back. I think we'll see him. I don't know if we'll see him this weekend. But I feel like this uh, issue is at least put to bed for the time being. The only other thing is, yeah, there's one less year of Colin Schriever being able to compete for Iowa. But he does keep a red shirt for down the line when he needs it, does Colin. So, yeah. No hey, I was thinking about how telling this uh, Alex Marinelli and Carson Karchlamet is going to be because we've been, uh, I don't want to, I don't have words to work because I'm not worried about it. But, um, you know, Mar Marinelli's been having these close matches with Kale Carlson and uh, who else? You know, Braun Nagel was the three zero or something, something like that. You know, these close matches, and we're like, wow, he's not looking that great. Um, 
And now he has to face a test of a guy who we're pretty sure is a top five guy. Uh, how do you guys see it going? I mean, it's going to be razor close. It's going to be a one, two takedown match. You have to figure. I mean, if he's beating Bronigle 3 0, you got to figure it's a 3 2 type of win over Carson if he gets it. I, yeah. I think Carson, it, he might get it done this weekend. I think the home scenario may matter, maybe not. Marinelli's wrestled in all atmospheres. Marinelli went to Penn State at Bryce Jordan Center and, and put Vincenzo Joseph on his back. So that's probably a little bit of a, a stretch. But it's just like, is this the bull of old, right? We haven't seen him have a real, real test. Like, who's the best guy he's faced this year? Probably Brian. Um, Yeah, Brian, Brian L. Carlson are kind of like same level-ish. Um, uh, you think Carswell can hit boom, boom, dump, dump drag? He's, I guys have a hard time getting in on Marinelli. Yeah, um, well, he wouldn't boom. be in right because he shoots in, they stop him, and then he goes the, to that. He's not gonna hit him with that. I think he'll have to get to just his head inside shot where he pops his head to the outside. That's how he's gonna finish. He's not gonna hit him with that short drag fake and then yeah. dump. That's not. I don't. I don't see that working on the bull. Yeah, I would be. But I, I do think he could finish a single leg on him. One of uh, Marinelli's helpful factors there is how sweaty he gets because when that tricep's sweaty and you're trying to grab it, it's that little, it's that little slip factor. You know, you need a lot of tension. Okay. Did I miss foot. something? Is Marinelli a, an especially sweaty wrestler? Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I've never wrestled with him, so I can't say for sure. Whenever I watch him, I'm looking like that dude's real sweaty right now. He'll be hard to get a hold of. He glistens. He glistens, yeah, man, uh, all the time. Okay. I've, I've never really – noticed that he was particularly sweaty but yeah for sure you know i'll start paying it it'll be one of those things now i'll look for i'll be like this guy's absolutely drenched yeah okay so that that is a huge match and and coach brands talked about it it, about that match he's like they this is a real real test for for marinelli he wasn't dismissive of it at all i think they know that i think they're gonna have him they're not going to be overlooking Carson Karchla. I think everyone knows this guy can can really go. He, he basically said that's the biggest match of the duel, and he's completely right. Hey, um, I, w- I was I'm flying, so I didn't get to watch the whole Tom Brands interview. Uh, did he address Ironman? Will Ironman be back on Friday? I actually don't think they asked about Jaden. Uh, I listened to that whole video. I don't think I don't think Ironman was mentioned. I Weird. do not believe so. Yeah. You can listen to the full interview if you want on our website. Okay. Damn it all. Um, did I come on this show for wrestling news, JD? <laughs> no, no, that's not the point, Ben. You have this, all, you have this completely backwards. You missed the call. You missed the call, and Christian, uh, <laughs> J- JD, I'll just show it to you. They got, they, people, hey, Christian, people just come here for wrestling news. It's true. Okay, that's what we're giving them. So they're trying to do. We're trying. So what were who were the probables? I know this is uh, now you're catching me up, JD. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you came. You came here for wrestling news too. The the only um, Ironman was in there. The only or was thirty three. Besides that, it was Iowa's normal lineup. So Ironman's back then. I, I would assume so. Okay, got it. So full strength Iowa potentially, and it makes sense that you know if you had some guys out for a little bit. Bring him back for Ohio State so that 
for you know Penn State's next literally next week. Oh my gosh, what a what a seven day stretch this is going to be for wrestling. Oh, it's going to be very fun. Um, so it makes sense to have him back, give him a little test, a little Demilio before his huge test with Nick Lee. Yes. Okay. So good stuff from Coach Brands. They uh, you know, you're never going to get the full full, but I think he gave more than I. I real I would have expected going into the press conference. Okay. Okay. Do we want to get into our uh, the the entire weekend preview? Well, I I told you guys last night when you sent me the doc. Do we ready to start picks right away? Because my it might take an hour to do the picks. <laughs> well, there's so many. It's great. matches. Yeah, I think Ben – oh, I see what was going on last night. What? So, Ben knows – Ben knows if there's more picks, he's he's sunk. He's got – he's just got no shot against me. So, he says yesterday in our little group chat where we're talking about things, he's like, hey, should we do fewer picks? Should we do this that? And no. first I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Ben, thank you. He's trying to improve the show, whatever. They're like, no, 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 no. Ben is trying to rig it, rig the Listen. circumstances so he has a better chance of winning. I applaud the ultimate competitor, Ben Askren. I I am trying to make the show better. Sometimes you get down to now. I'm gonna pick on someone right now. Uh-huh. I gotta get the pick sheet up. Not you JD. You doing picks? You get really excited, but then you like we're gonna do the entire Michigan Penn State duel, you know? And so then we get down a little further, and we get down you a little further, on and then we're, we're on Jarrett Lane and Trevor Mester Giovanni, and I just don't care that much. I just wow. don't care. Why is she to Josh Humphreys? I'm sure these are really nice gentlemen, and if I met them, I would like them a lot. But I'm like, eh. Josh Humphreys is a beast. He's been kind of kicking nuts in this this He's year. Pretty He's pretty good. He's good. That's a that's a two. Yeah, that's an all American level match. These are matches fun to talk about. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Ben. I think people like it, and I think it's good to. Okay, these are the duels that are happening. I think it, yeah. it serves a dual purpose. We don't got to talk about you know for ten minutes on every match. Yeah, Ben. Well, that would be impossible because you have 50 of them. That'd be 500 minutes, <laughs> which is like seven hours or something. I mean, it's okay. possible. Or that's more than seven hours. Big brain Ben crunching the numbers. That's uh, eight hours, 20 minutes. Wow. More than a full workday, actually. I can really divide. Okay. Why don't we get to it? Let's talk picks. If you're curious, you know, the standings or whatever, if you're into Fishing that. I got lucky last week and took the lead for the first time of the whole year. Oh, I have 49, right? Ben has 46 and 41. I'm 49, 38. JD's hovering around 500, 43 and 44. And then producer Tyler, ooh, rough, rough stretch, 19, 24. But you know, they say if you hit 55%, like in Vegas, if you're 55% um, against the spread, you're like one of the top 1% gamblers in, in Vegas. So Ben, I have to say you and I are doing pretty well. We're, we're, it's big brain uh, territory. I was actually just lamenting to someone last night on how there's nowhere to actually gamble on wrestling. Well, Justin Street, uh, one of the FRL question askers and a uh, Grundy Virginia legend, multiple Virginia VHSL state champion, he asked, when are we going to have betting lines that we can actually bet on, make money in wrestling? You need to cut flow. I actually, you know what? I heard flow is applying for their casino license. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> It'd be hard in the state of Texas. You know, Sion would would transfer from director of operations to pit boss in a heartbeat. (laughs) Sion would be the best pit boss ever. 
<laughs> Man, Sion was doing his thing. CP, Sion was doing his thing this morning where he plays like classical music super loud when he's the only one in the office. What is up with that? This guy, I mean, <laughs> he just does what he wants. He is a, yeah, come on the show. I know you're out there in the office somewhere. Just pop on right now. No, he would rather this just would be the show. CP's away. Can't stop him. Yeah. I can't I can't stop him from walking <laughs> in. He should be a pit boss though. Oh, All right. No, but listen, there should be somewhere to gamble on wrestling. And I was I was actually working on it a little bit last night, so maybe you never know. Keep working. Keep never working. Know. Um, it could be again. It could be a nice side hustle for us, Ben. Uh, yeah. I don't see why. No, I don't know. What well, would we have? We run into some sort of ethics issues if uh, if, we, if I started gambling. Hey, we should stop talking about this on her. That's what I'm saying. No, I think. Uh, oh, no, I think people issues. want to gamble. JDF it. We're gonna talk about it. Um, yeah. let me think. Would it be ethical? No, because if you, if unless you're trying to run an angle and you, you maybe JD's over there making bad lines and we're like, hey, G, JD, make this terrible line. And then me and Christian are going to talk everyone into thinking that it's a good line. And then we steal their money. Maybe that would be unethical. Well, yeah, I don't think we would do that. Nor would we let JD be the lines maker. And, uh, I think so. Because we, we would influence him so heavily. He's very impressionable. You know what? Uh, listen, I've already given JD compliments on this before. He, he makes good lines. Uh, there's been a whole bunch where it comes down to like half a point. Uh, one way or the other. Uh, and, you know, it's obviously it's kind of annoying. You know, there's a few he missed on. Um, you know, the Gable 14 and 14 and a halfs are hard to cover, very hard for him to cover. So, like, you know, Hilger, he made 10 and a half. I actually lost him that because I thought it'd be like an eight to 10, fortunately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so let's do it. Let's do it. Starting with the duel we already sort of did, but now we're going to get into lines. We'll try not to, to hang too long, but listen, it's the talk of the town. Michigan hosting Penn State, 10 really good matches, starting with, and apparently sometimes we forget to say the lines. So honor system, guys, make sure I say the line or someone says the line every time. We forget uh, to do that, really? Well, a guy said probably once per show we'll forget to say what the actual line is because we're all looking at a doc and we know it. All right, so like this one, Christian. Now I started, I looked a little closer. You have Colin Girardi versus Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan's like a effing movie star. I don't know this dude. I'm deleting this line. This is shenanigans. Isn't it, his name's Ryan, Ryan Jack. Jack. Well, you got Jack Ryan here, and I, I know what I'm mean. star, and I don't know him. You right. know Ryan Jack. See Jack Ryan there? If, if Ben Askren or I notice any fictional characters, like if John Wick makes this list, we're taking him off. Okay. Same with Jack Ryan. Um, uh, John, John Wick's down on line number 35, actually. <laughs> okay. Nick Suriano versus Drew Hildebrandt. JD says it's a three and a half point favorite for Nick Suriano. I agree. This is a, probably a good line. Good line. I'm going to crush it here. Suriano's covering this. That's what. Couple takedowns, riding time. He's gonna get this yeah, is like a five to happen. one type match, I think. Five yeah. one. You'd have to make it quite a bit bigger for me to take Hildebrandt. You'd have to make like a five and a half, five and a half or so. I'm the same. I'm the same. I think this is a little bit too much respect for Drew, who we know JD loves. Um, but Ben loves more. That's My God. Say, yeah. No, I don't. I just want the effing rankings to be right. Don't <laughs> I regret bringing it up. Killing, killing Cardinal. Don't make me bring it up again. He whooped Mastro. He whooped Barnett. And then he's undefeated. And he just rank him low just because because I don't know why. Revenge against Bracky. That's it. 
Simple and because because freaking Patrick McKee or Mitch McKee or one of the McKees is like Who's Antonio Nick? McKee. Antonio McKee Jr. is all up and down. It was Mikhail McGee. 133 RBY versus Dylan Raggison. Four and a half point favorite for Roman. Now, last year it was a little more lopsided. So JD is saying, well, yeah. Dylan will do a little better this time. Is that right? I don't think so. I disagree strongly. I, I actually I actually think these first two lines are too close. I'm going RBY. I, I think he's going to, because they're going to look at our, they're going to watch our show on Wednesday, CP, and they're going to know someone's going to try to get a bonus point here. Mm-hmm. He's going to be close to a bonus. He ain't going to get it, but he's going to be close. So this man beat McGee, McHale, 6-2 this year. That's a nice, that's a nice win. Four and a half versus Raguson. I feel like uh, it's tough because Dylan's main objective at some point in the match will be, all right, I need to not get bonused here. Yeah, so but you, you, you can lose by five or six and not get bonused. Yeah, it's already over four and a half. I'm, I think Dylan covers this. Dylan plus four and a half, I'll take it. Give me Raguson. RBY also only beat Jason Shaner by five this year. That's, that is a good data point, too. That guy was kind but of But I'm going RBY. Guy. The guy was kind of hard to wrestle. All right. So is Dylan Ragson. So is Dylan, Dylan Ragson. And I don't think D- – Dylan is not going to get – I don't think. Now we'll see. I don't see Dylan getting turned like he got turned against the game. <laughs> and I, don't, I also think there were other things that I've alluded to with Dylan going on in that match as well. All so. right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, this is a fun one. Everyone knows what I'm doing. Nick Lee, three-and-a-half point favorite versus Devon Michich. And it's funny. I was thinking about betting lines – this morning when I woke up and I was like, I bet it'll be three and a half for Nick Lee. This is before I looked. Uh, sure enough, me and JD mind meld. I think this is a good line, JD. Yeah, but okay. I'm I will remain consistent. I'll say Stefan covers this. I thought you were gonna go the other way and then I was gonna roast your ass. He, he picked no me just to win. Money line. I know, right? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh nothing. I'm gonna go Nick Lee. I will go Nick Lee. <laughs> like, Whoa. Right. Stefan looking. So you guys TV. could be making some ground on me if uh if you're right. Now that's the hard part, I understand, but um theoretically. The- Bo Bartlett, the most talked about wrestler on this show, Bo Bartlett. <laughs> you know, I, versus- that would be really funny to see if Hey, that'd be really funny to see if who got the most. I actually have another experiment. Actually, can I clarify a stance of something I said yesterday? I would really Please like clarify. Because I don't like yeah. being, I don't like being, um, I don't like people misconstruing what my thoughts and were. And I kind of said it kind of quickly, and I'll explain what I meant. But I think it would be really fun for flow. You guys need to have your quants go back and see like how um, college programs with recruiting what their I think and I think you can do it by average NCAA point score to the tournament, how their top recruits do. You know, say every anyone they get in the pound for pound top twenty five, what is their average per recruit or something? Total total points. Um would be easy way. So I said something we were talking about Kirkley about Penn State doesn't develop everybody. And um or I, they don't develop some guys. I don't remember how I said it exactly. And here's what I meant. I meant obviously I've been a record saying they develop some guys better than anyone, but there are guys that go there and kind of have all all levels of success, right? You have some guys who 
you know, amazing Manville was a top recruit guys. He was a top 10 pound per pound. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, and he's done nothing. I mean, literally not even make the starting lineup. So you have someone that low, you know, Brady Berge was the top 10 pound per pound guy who's never reached all American, you know, so you have what the Altons. Yeah. The Altons. Uh, and then, you know, but then even, so for me, the next step would be like a Vincenzo Joseph, a guy who was a top 10 who had a lot of success, but he never reached this transcendent level. Right. And then of the transcendent level, you have the five that I've brought up before, which is North nickel, Ruth, uh, Rutherford Taylor, who reached essentially a, a transcendent level. Um, and, I think the quote I said was that Kale has put more guys on a transcendent level in a short period of time than anyone ever. And so, you know, we've seen top 10 pound for pound guys go to Penn state and have all levels of success from not none, right. To the most, pretty much the most ever all timers and everywhere in between. So just because Kirk Lee was a pound for pound guy and he goes to Penn state, I think he'll probably end up, my guess would be, somewhere right below the Vincenzo Mark Hall, where he's like really, really, really good, but doesn't win too many titles and then doesn't make obviously the transcendent jump. That's my guess. Okay. You, yeah. Your initial barb there was a lot more biting. Uh, well, I wanted to be specific. It was just cause I felt like, so I guess what I felt like in the moment and what I was pushing back on is like that. I feel like Shane maybe said something to the effect of, well, he's going to Penn state. So he's going to go to the next level. And my, my feeling was like, well, that's just not true. Like, yeah, they've done that, but they don't do it with everybody. Yeah. So I was, was just, I want to clarify that. Cause I didn't want, I didn't want to leave that out there uh, uh, ambiguously. Yeah. There's uh there's a lot of nuance in those kind of statements. So I'm with you. Bo Bartlett, Bo Bartlett's maybe an example of this. This was a, certainly a top five ish pound for pound yeah. guy. We'll give him two more years. After the yeah. third year, we'll make a judge. Yeah. Let him, let him wrestle at his actual weight. 149 pounds, Bo Bartlett versus Cole Matten. JD says three and a half point favorite for Bo Bartlett, which at a glance, you're like, wow, that's way high. And then you look back and he beat him kind of soundly last year. He did. He beat him by four last year. But he do it again. This is going to be a tight duel. I'm going, yeah, I, I'm definitely going Cole Matten. I think it's going to be a one or two pointer for sure. I feel confident in that as well. I got, I think this is kind of easy so far. We're all going Madden. Oh my gosh. Oh man, when, when we all do the same, that means the line was just a little off to me because I want the line to be somewhere where it's like we can't decide and we pick on different sides of it. It should be, yeah. The idea would be even distribution on both picks is like what Vegas. Vegas and Cola. You, you, you're a damn degenerate gambler. You know exactly what they're doing. We, we have yeah. all. Uh, been wrong on some before too though there's a couple of those true but the but the goal in vegas is to get the same amount of bets on both sides yeah and actually the doesn't i mean uh i guess i only really watch mma and mma doesn't have a line specifically you know a point spread because they have points um but you know in mma fights the odds move depending on where people are betting yeah, uh, is that in football? Say like it's a seven point spread, and there's a lot of people betting on one side. They'll move it to a nine or something. Absolutely, happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> Tony Negron versus Will Luan. Luan three and a half point favorite. This one smells a little high for me as well. I've mm-hmm. been I've been kind of riding hard for Tony the last. Uh, Tony's been a, an off discussed wrestler here. I think this is closer <laughs> than three and a half. 
Uh, I have Negron covering here. Well, I got I got Luan covering because um, at this point it's going to be three matches to one Penn State in my opinion, uh, and Will Luan is going to feel some serious pressure to try to go get a four. Now Will Luan probably not in the cards to go get a major decision, but he's going to think he can. He's going to try for it. I'm with Ben. Okay. All right. Sorry, Rich. Cam Amin versus Brady Berge. Yeah, he's going to fight you, dude. Um, Cam Amin is expected to wrestle. Really? Yes. We, we got that uh, from good good sources or what? The best. The only the, the best. The only the best. Uh, so, yeah, Cam, a point and a half favorite. Now, this is tasty. Point and a half favorite for Cam Amin. So, they're coming off injuries, coming off corona. What's it coming off? Because that, that matters. I didn't know this, but I'm going to bet. Somebody not in an, the Facebook chat yesterday, an, always reliable, injury. said ankle. Mm-hmm. That's, no. be... That's not why he was out last week. <coughs> okay. He's not injury related. You are calling mm-hmm. our loyal Facebook listeners liars. Liars! Well, listen, I just say consider, yeah, my, my sources are pristine here. So I think Cam will be back. And it's not injury related. And I will say Berkey minus one and a half. This is a one point match. This is a one point match to me. This is a one pointer. So yeah. I got I got Brady. This is one of those that it might be tied and go to overtime and then <laughs> mean wins by two. And you're like, this is this is crap. No, I I will accept the ruling uh, of the court. No, no, no. We we uh we said whatever the final point point is, it's the final point. Absolutely. Chat. No, which I don't like. If it's tied, it's tied. It doesn't, they shouldn't be able to win by two when they go to overtime. Um, hmm. Criteria would be great. I, I agree, Ben. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, man, Brady Bird. So, man, if Camamine was healthy, I'm definitely picking Camamine. But I, I know you're saying it's an injury, but he has not wrestled since CKLV, which is now yeah. roughly six weeks, which is, makes me nervous. Um, but he's going to do it for Detroit. Cam Amin, let's go. You and me, Detroit. we're synced up today. Ben, I'm going to mean as well. Hey, you know, we didn't talk about who didn't do it for Detroit. When I thought it was a really, I know we don't talk about high school wrestling a ton, but really relevant result. Uh, Manny Rojas lost a little G. Yeah. That was, that was like an eye opener. I couldn't believe, I really couldn't believe it. I mean, Manny Rojas just took third at the Matt Men College Open. He beat and, Ninehouse in like the same couple weeks that Ninehouse beat Labriola. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually posed to Christian that we should do a, 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 a what's the kind of math where you go this guy beat this guy and this guy beat this guy transitive, transitive property. property. Yeah, we can go transitive all day for Luke Giog, national champ. See how low we can Giog? Go. I think it's Giog. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, Giog beat. Beat Manny Rojas is what uh, Ben was referring to. Scar- Carter Storacci versus Logan Massa. Point and a half for Carter. So He's the favorite here over Massa. Oh, uh, last, last yesterday when we made the picks. I picked Bergie because you guys had Patrick Nolan in at one sixty five. Just FYI, so I am staying consistent. Oh, okay. That's why I'm saying that. So everyone remembers it wasn't Camamine yesterday. It was Patrick Nolan. Copy. All right. Carter and Massa, though, is the topic. Point and a half who, for Carter. Who are they? <laughs> Be quiet. 
Starachi. Uh, yeah, I'm going Starachi. Point and a half. Yeah, Carter. Just has to win by takedown. Miles Amin, this is a good line. Pick'em versus Aaron Brooks. I love it. This should be a pick'em. This definitely should not be points. Yes. I've got A-B all day. You got I'm going Miles Amin. I called it yesterday. Overtime win. 3-1. All right. Let's see if the Oracle rings true. Pat Brucky versus Max Dean. Two and a half for Max. I like this line. It makes me nervous. I'm not sure where to go with it. Ben, what's your instinct? Um, my instinct is Dean. I think, uh, you know, a couple takedowns. He may give up a takedown, but I think he can get a couple takedowns, and I think he can ride for a significant portion of time. Um, so I, I'm going Dean. <laughs> Two and a half. Mm. Yeah. JD's going Dean. Uh, g- give me Brucky. Give me Brucky. Paris, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Greg Kirkfleet. This one is also a challenge. Um, what if you, you told me Greg Kirkfleet won this match, I'm not incredibly shocked. If you told yeah. me Mason Paris wins this by six, I'm not incredibly shocked. <laughs> yeah. So for, for the first reason you mentioned, that's why I'm picking uh, Kirkfleet because – I, I, there's there listen there's a definite possibility he, he wins this match um yeah. we don't know what his bottom issues are against the best guys or you know we don't know if they've been solved um but i think you know freestyle the freestyle match showed us that he can go with him on his feet and so if i if kale's probably coaching him hey like be conservative on your feet don't take too much risk and um because we don't want to go on bottom early in the match and because if he goes on bottom early in the match, he's got to be down there for, you know, two and a half minutes over his period. It's probably going to be an issue. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go Kirkfleet. So you both think Kirkfleet covers a three and a half. Um, oh, I'll say Mason covers this. Uh-oh. Are you just trying to go opposite us or what? Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm just stopping to say hello. By God, yeah. that's Sion Williams yes! music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pit boss, see on. Get your, uh, I don't know if we he's got not gonna be able to hear us. Some headphones or something. The oh, grab a man. headset over there. I um, yeah. So, see, I'm gonna do picks or we no, can't. We can't. We, he doesn't know who any of these people are. Lane, last time he talked about Kirkfleet, he called him Kirkwich. <laughs> We're talking about Kirkwich. Don't forget that. Kirkwich. Don't forget your favorite heavyweight, Kirkwich. Well, while he put his headphones on, I'm going to grab some water. Okay, Dion, can you hear me? I beat him at Olympic trials. Can you hear him? I can hear him. Yeah. Sion, I was saying, I think if Flo ever gets into gambling and the casino sportsbook thing, you would be, you would immediately apply for the pit boss position. Am I correct? I think you would be a fantastic pit boss. Oh, you're damn right I would. I would be like, hey, I want to run that. <laughs> And, you know, we got to put, you know. Maybe You'd be we, like Robert De Niro you know, in Vegas. Maybe we could put, like, different faces on some dice and incorporate a crap table somehow in, in, into, like, you know. Sion, you can't gamble if you're the pit boss. Yeah. You'll be watching I, over. Sion, you're already fired from pit boss. <laughs> no, and all we're doing is running wrestling gambling. We're not doing craps tables. What are we talking about here? You, know, you, 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 could, you could make it creative. 
put like different wrestlers pictures on the dice, roll it out there, you know, a takedown. It's like, this. you know, you, 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 you can come <laughs> and get creative with a craps table and stuff like that. Oh, man. Sion has thought about Sion this. has Sion, an addiction you, to craps. You don't have to make picks, Sion, but I want your thoughts on this. It's a big week for uh, your team, Penn State. Uh, they've got Michigan this week and then Iowa next week. Michigan tomorrow. What do you think about that duel in Detroit? It's actually going to be a pretty it's, – it's, I think it's their first real test of the season, you know. Um, 25, it's going to be, you know, All-American versus All-American. Um, Soriano versus his old team. He'll – what is that? Can, Hildebrand. Yeah, you got Hildebrand. it. Hildebrand. New team, you know. Pretty tough match. Um, 433, Dylan Reiser and uh, Roman Bravo Young. Um, you know, that's a pretty tough match there. Dylan 41. Reiser. 41, it'll be uh, Nick Lee's first first match back. Really? I don't, he hasn't wrestled in the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if they'll wrestle gone. him. He wrestled January 7th. Everyone acts like Nick Lee's been gone. Quit spreading your fake news, Christian. Huh? Quit spreading your fake news. Yeah, we all know Sion's got best sources. So yeah, you know, it's a tough match. You Listen. know, even though Michik, you know, might have a chip on his shoulder after getting beat uh, a couple a week ago by the kid from Pittsburgh, so he might have a pretty big chip on his shoulder to prove. You know, taking out the reigning national champ kind of establishes him in the weight in that weight class. Forty nine. Bo Bartlett, and I don't even know who the other kid is. Sorry, man. I don't know. Who's the Who's the mission kid at forty nine? Cole Matten. Cole Matten, eh. solid. <laughs> uh, it's a toss-up match there. I'm actually impressed how many people he knows in the lineup so far. Keep going, Sion. Well, he's looking at the sheet, but yeah. Oh, I'm not looking, looking at oh, any sheet. He's reading our sheet. Is there a I sheet? I couldn't see on camera. It's pretty small. Yeah, I'm not reading any sheet. That was just that's what's in my head, you know. Okay. 57. Right. I don't know either kids at 57. <laughs> as that's just a – that's like, a, I don't know. That's Will the weight class. Who won the world champion, Sion? Doesn't know. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> Keep going to the good matches. Go to the good matches. You know, the match I want to see is 84. Amin yeah. versus Brooks. You know, uh, Olympian versus national champion. Um, I think Amin's got a chip on the shoulder. You know, Penn State's been his daddy for the last, you know, he's been used to answering to Mark. Mark Hall for the longest, you know. <laughs> so now he's going to try to go out there and finally, you know, get over that hump of, that is Penn State. He That's got a big over, hump. Yeah, he got over the hump that is Mark Hall at the Midlands, or not the Midlands, what did they call it? Matt Man Open. Matt Man Open. So, you know, getting a, getting a dual win against Penn State is going to be huge for him. Um, you got Logan Moss at the other weight class. Uh, you know, he's got the national champ. Mm. So... A lot of good things there. 97, another good match. I mean, shit, this dude me could it, – it, it's going to be like a barn burner at every weight class. I think the only time you, I'm going to say people are going to get up and go get a run to a bathroom break is maybe at 57, 49. Other than that, they'll be sitting in their seats trying to – at the edge of their seats for every match. Yeah, those were the designated popcorn break matches uh, that we said yesterday, so – we're aligned there. What about what about Kirk Fleet versus Paris? You know, <laughs> I, uh, right now I gotta go with Paris. Guys, you, know, you guys, you love the heavy Chevys. You know, Paris is you know, other than the 
other than getting over uh, Stevenson, you know, Paris is there's been a distance between everybody. There's a distance between Stevenson and Paris. There's difference between Paris and uh, the kid from Iowa. And there's a distance between the kid from Iowa and Kirkfleet. The question is, you know, Kirkfleet last year had an up and down season as he was hurt most of the time. As now that he's fully healthy, you know, and had like, you know, a whole, I would say a year in the room. Is, is, is he going to close the gap? This is his first real test. Did he close the gap from last year to now? That's How much progress did you make uh, with a year in the room with Kale when you were at Iowa State? Oh, man, I used to whoop him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you, you better walk that back quick. You're going to get on the block list real quick. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you, you know, as I always tell people, you know, the same bench warmer, the guy that sits on the bench, keep the spot warm. When the starter gets off, you move over so his butt doesn't catch a cold. Keep the spot warm for him, and that's me. Or, you know, um, when you, uh, you're in the room and there's, like, the, the sweats and they need to throw somebody out there to rub across the mat to wipe up the sweat, psh, that was me. I was just a practice dummy. Every part's important. Very humble, Sion. No no job too small hey, for Sion. We all, got, we all got to do our parts for the bigger picture. Ask Bill Belichick. Amen. Do your job. Appreciate that, Sion. So, see, right, you're okay. sitting there. Sion, you got to go because we got like 74 more minutes. How did you catch COVID, man? I'm going to do CP's job for him. Sion, you got to go. <laughs> we got picks. We got picks, man. We got picks. Yeah, you said a You stack. got picks. We got yeah, picks to make. We're picking against the spread. It's uh, it's You wouldn't like it. You got to trust me. It's okay. Hey, CP, I know exactly who you're picking for. That's that, 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 that you know, it's a given. He's a Penn State oh. hater, isn't he, Sia? Yes, he's, Listen, it's a given. All I know is, all I know is I'm winning the picks. I'm hey, the hey, most accurate Penn picker. Penn State could be wrestling so James Madison, and CP biases. might pick James Madison for every match. That's right. James Madison. No team, James Madison. CP be like, James Madison's going to pull off the biggest upset Go in Jimmy's. school history. <laughs> it could happen. They beat Virginia Tech in football. All bets are off. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Anyway, I gotta go start my first meeting today, so I'm gonna say I will see everybody oh, later. Good see seeing you, Sion. Uh, Have a yeah. good day. Sam Latona. All right, so now we're moving on to James Madison. Hello to one Daniel Abdo. Yeah, shout out. And like basically everyone in my family went to JMU but me. Um Oh JMU. Yeah, give me. Um, hey, did you did you make your pick for Kirkfleet Paris? No, give me give me Kirkfleet. I think he covers this. Kirk, oh, we're all going Kirk. Yeah, I when I went back and watched their match from Big Tens, uh, Paris did accumulate almost four minutes of riding time, but all his points were from takedowns and escapes, so that makes me like a little concerned. Or like I think the freestyle match could come into play. He whooped him, obviously, but then that Kirkfleet was able to turn that around and win a freestyle match just a short time later. That gives me yeah. confidence in Kirk. Yeah, in covering, at least. Yes. Okay, so now another amazing duel that's happening on Friday. Virginia Tech versus NC State. These duels are always insane. Yes. You should watch them. They're super intense. They come down to the wire. Um, last it's unfortunate was... it's the same night as Michigan Penn State because it's getting completely swept under the rug. <laughs> yes. I know. 
It's really not, is. They should, man, they should have tossed us on a Saturday. Or Thursday. Mizzou, Mizzou's just in Oklahoma tonight. If you guys want to check it out. Okay. Yes, sir. We'll check that out. Uh, so, first match, Sam Latona versus Jacob Camacho. This is a pick for JD. Camacho. And way it, better this year. It pains me to say, but with a pick I, I needed some points here to, to entertain Latona, just given how he's looked. I think he's going to turn it around, and this could be the match because this is a guy he's had success with consistently. But even last year when he was wrestling really great, it was nip and tuck with Camacho, and I think Camacho's a little bit better. Yep. Uh, no, I'm going Latona. Okay. Gets back Let's on the horse. Go. Roll Tide. Corbin Myers versus Kai O'Reen. Um, has, has O'Reen been the guy for them? Yeah, he's been uh... – he has looked good, except DeSanto just beat the dog crap out of him. He really did horse him. Yeah, it's not. So good. you have a three and a half point favorite for Corbin Myers. I like, uh, man, Cor- uh, I think O'Reen keeps it a little closer than this. I, I agree. He's, he's pretty good in the scrambles. O'Reen's uh, really good on top, but I think, I yeah. think O'Reen can be ready for that. This is, yeah, I was thinking a two or three point win for Corbin. So okay. yeah. I need to cover. I'm gonna go Oreen also. Dang, that's a lot of love for Kai Oreen. Yeah. Probably a little too much respect against uh fourth place finisher Corbin Myers. But what said is said. Colin Girardi versus Ryan Jack. Pick him. Jack Ryan. <laughs> Jack Ryan, private eye. I, I agree. Does he get to use weapons? He's weaponless. Um, his- yeah, I'll go Jack. I don't know, though. This toss-up, in my opinion. Very consistent here. Oh, boy, this is insane. Bryce Andonian versus Tariq Wilson. One-and-a-half-point favorite. It's crazy. I feel like you have to go... Whoever wins, It's they could, they could win by a lot of points. Right? If you I say you know what's going to happen in this match, you're just lying. I'm going Tariq. He's going he's gonna to be disciplined. He's going to shoot the low doubles. He's not going to get pulled up. I'm going to go Tariq. When Tariq is Tariq, he's a freak. But sometimes during the regular season, he's not Tariq. When's the last regular season that happened, though? He's been, like, kind of money the last – Yeah, pretty good. He was undefeated last year. Yeah, last Um, last season doesn't count. Sort of count. Oh, last season doesn't count. I'm going Tariq, though. I am going Tariq. I will cite that. Let's look at uh, what his regular season was like. He only had one loss last year at NCAAs, and that was Look, if Drew it. Hildebrand's ranking says anything, it's that last season doesn't matter. Shred <laughs> me up. He did lose to Paul Conrath in the 2019 season. Uh, I, did not, I did not recall that. He lost to Mitch Moore in 2020. That's not so great. He lost to Dusty Hone, Angelo Martinoni. Yeah, his regular yeah. season wasn't great. Okay, JD's sort of right here. <laughs> um, I gotta pick. I need to pick a dang hokey. I don't know what I'm doing here. At some point, I've got to just say one name. And if there's a name to say, I know I'm gonna enjoy rooting for Bryce. So let's go, Bryce. Uh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, Brady Connor. Connor Brady. His name's Connor Brady. Brady have, Connor. I don't know who Brady Connor is. We can't pick him. Do you have dyslexia, JD? It is okay. Uh, there's a lot of names in here. So I, I put a first name last, whatever. Versus Scott Ed. 
think about um some mental disorders that people don't disclose can i tell you a story christian you have asperger's we know what yeah. <laughs> we, we know you, <laughs> you, I mean, it's not my, it's not my mental, i will not tell you the name of this individual so okay. i did one kid who came to camp for like three years in a row and he always yelled out wild, wild stuff just all the time, just saying stuff. I'm like, God damn, what's wrong with that kid? Tourette's. <laughs> and then one time, one time, um, Josh Wagner, my coach, the coaching room bay, rest of Mizzou, was showing a move. And this, this is the, this is the best one he yelled out all the time. And he showed, he shows, and he got to get perpendicular. He says he got to get perpendicular. And this kid's not young. He's like, you know, older high school kid. And he goes, and he always real loud. He goes, what's perpendicular? <laughs> and, and literally, the whole camp looks at him like. What the hell? And then he goes, I didn't do good math class. I bought my teacher sandwiches, so he passed me. <laughs> We're like, what? Everyone just dies laughing. And then finally he came clean and told me he had Tourette's. I'm like, listen, you should have told me that three years ago. It would have made me much more accepting of you just yelling nonsense all the time. <laughs> yeah, it would have been helpful. So he knew what perpendicular meant. He was just no, he didn't. He said, "What's oh. perpendicular?" He said, "I didn't do good at math class. I had to buy my teacher sandwiches, so he passed me." Man, mm -hmm. I wish that was an option. For He's me. resourceful. I would have bought, bought so many sandwiches. I was so bad at math. <laughs> he bought his teacher sandwiches. So yeah, Holy school was <laughs> so easy. And it's got three and a half point favorite. That's kind of fun. I think uh, Brady Connor, aka Connor Brady. Keeps it within the margins here against Scott. Really? You think so? Can be done. Ed Scott, Ed Scott kinda kinda keeps trying to score points. I know. You do. I, I was actually thinking this morning that I maybe should have made it a point or two <laughs> higher, but some gun Scott. Go ahead and do that but now. Please I, do. <laughs> nope. Locked in. Wow. Actually, you know what? Connor Brady's kinda having a good season. He's I know. He's tough. Oh, this is tougher than I he, thought. I did not think Brady Connor is – he's very stingy too. Uh, Yeah, he is. Hmm. Ed Scott does have the danger where he could just throw you to your back. And uh, if we didn't say three-and-a-half point favorite for Ed Scott. Uh, Connor Brady definitely wasn't so good. La I'm looking. He was not so good last year. Last year he was 7-7. Seven and seven. That's kind of the Connor Brady I'm thinking of. Yeah. That was the past. Huh. Last season doesn't count, Ben. Yeah, apparently last season doesn't people can improve, and this year he's now uh, eleven and two, and his only losses are Jacory and Quincy Monday, both really good dudes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go Connor Brady because uh, I like the points. I don't think a he's gonna flip. win. A flip from uh... yeah. Well, I just I was remember Connor Brady last year was seven and seven. He wasn't very good. He lost to some not so great guys. He was a true freshman last year, also. No, I don't think so. No, he retro. He retro in twenty twenty. He was nine and two in his retro year. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm looking at Clayton Allray. That's you're why. looking at Brady Connor. I'm looking at Brady Connor. You're looking at Headlock Ed Scott. <laughs> headlock Scott Ed. Okay, next up, Clayton Allray versus Tommy Bullard. Three and a half point favorite for Bullard. That sounds like a lot of points for a he guy who, who does not shoot ever. But ever <laughs> really good on top, and he has beaten some guys by large margins. Explain yourself here, JD. Like I said, Bullard's stuff on top. Ore's young. He does shoot a decent amount. I see Bullard probably picking up a couple reattacks. Well, he, doesn't re -attack. he doesn't reattack. He doesn't move his feet. He can't reattack. <laughs> yeah. He he dives over and Yeah, he dives over every time. Clamps and that that said, this is probably the right line. Three and a half for Bullard. I Just, will say Clayton Ore started off 
very not good this season and has improved in my opinion. He has. I think he he's sort of coming around. Uh, so I'll say Ulrich keeps us closer. Yeah, I, it's going to be close. Give me, give me Clayton. I agree. Okay, then I'll go Bullard. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Makai Lewis versus Hayden Heidley. This has been a pick and I think rightly so, a pick And J.D., quick with the Heidley pick. He put it in the dock quicker than I could get the name Lock it in. I feel the same way. Makai has not been inspiring this year. Um, I don't know. At times, maybe it looked like he didn't totally want to be out there. So I'm going uh, Makai. I'm sorry, I'm going Hayden. I just typed in Makai as well. I said that. Perfect. I've got Makai. I Ooh. think this is a big spot for him. Hayden, is he going to be able to get to his underhook super consistently against Makai? I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard for him to finish a leg attack against uh, yeah. Makai, I believe. I've, I think he does it here. These guys are probably going to go back and forth this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see whatever happens here being reversed. But I think Makai gets it in this Where is this match? Is it is it at Virginia Tech? Somewhere on the East Coast. Hayden <laughs> wins, flexes, punches himself in the head, raises the roof. Gets That's the Wolfpack Trent. fired up. Hayden, Hayden, is Hayden the raises the roof sometimes. The rough. All right. Raise the rough. Raise the rough. That was, that was a Coach Dresser line. <laughs> That was such a good line. I love that line. Okay, it's in Raleigh. Oh boy. Oh boy. No chairs yeah, safe. No, no, no chairs are safe. Trent Hiley versus Hunter Bolin. This is interesting because Bolin has won more of these matchups than Trent has, but Bolin has not looked Bolin-y this year. And yeah, Trent got the last one. And he did. He did get the last one. But two and a half point favorite for Trent. That seems that's a little high for me. A you little gotta, you gotta take blood. away gotta take away the overtime with this one. Yes. I'll go I'll say Hunter covers this. I wouldn't pick Hunter to win this, but the fact that I get him winning or losing by two or one, I'll take that. In a close duel, everything's a little tighter in duels, I feel. Yeah, I, I would agree with that sentiment. Man, um, he actually, so his record's actually uh, sixteen and two this year, which you know I guess his losses to John Lowe and Kyle Cochran make make it feel worse because those you know he was a contender last year. He was a top three guy. Yes, he was a potential mm-hmm. finalist last year. Yeah, potential finalist. Um, I'm gonna go Trent still. Okay, it says bowling there for him though. You see that JD? I didn't type him. Yeah, yeah, Remember, we need to double-check JD's work here because the picks last uh, yesterday were the, the I just swapped. Up all, all, 25 all and 33 were swapped. That's and now nothing. he's writing Brady, Connor, and Scott, Ed, and we just, we just got a monitor. I trust him. Trust, but verify. Isaac Trumbull, a two-and-a-half-point favorite versus Dakota Howard, the junkyard dog. This guy never stops coming. But this line... Oh, no. This is not good. I mean, Trumbull is going to score points. Howard gives up a lot of points and then gets his guys tired and comes back. Yeah. But against someone like Trumbull, I think that's going to be tougher to do. I think Trumbull covers this. Yes. 
I, I agree uh, with that. Trumbull coming off an atrocious loss, gets back on the wagon. He did, he did lose to yeah. He, he lost, lost to the Princeton to backup. backup. <laughs> he got pinned. That was that was so. Did you watch it? No. It was but it was atrocious. What was like? Okay, he got caught like too high with legs, but then it's like he just sort of laid there as the guy put him on his back. I don't know. He like sort of got frozen Weird. in time for a he moment. Fished it. Yes. He looked like some of my outlaw boys when they get put on their back. Like, you got a fat. <laughs> it's lava. You got to get out of the lava. Get out of Matt the lava. Fine silver versus Clay Loud. See, this is where I'm kind of with Ben. Um, okay, just make a pick and let's move on. All right, Matt Fine Silver. I fine love silver. I love Fine Silver. I cannot I cannot express. All right, give me Loud. You would. Right. Now, this is a good one. This is a good one. J.I.L. over Snino Bonacorsi. Jay came through big for me last week over Woodley. And me. Man, I can't believe how much better he was than Woodley. He kicked his butt. Aiello is super, super good. I mean, he's really, really good. This guy's been Why a I feel like that? I'm pretty sure he won Midlands. He's uh, Maybe he lost to Brucky in the finals, but he's really good. U23 bronze medalist. Now, Nino, two-and-a-half-point favorite over Jay. Uh, that makes me want to take Jay. Give me Jay. Man, why did Jay suck at NCAs last year? You realize NCAs, he got beat 13-3 by said Nito Bonacorsi. He also lost 10-4 to Nino. <laughs> I, based on these results, I, I was after watching AL destroy Woodley last week, I was literally going to pick uh, – I was going to pick Woodley. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to – what? I was going to pick ALO. And now I'm looking at this here. He got destroyed by Bonacorsi three times last year. I'm picking Bonacorsi. He got destroyed twice. He lost by two on one, to, on one occasion. Fine. In this scenario. So I, I'm saying regression. And he got back. decked by Marcus Coleman. What, what, what was going on? What do you got to say for him at NCAAs last year? Marcus Coleman the GOAT. Yeah. Shout out to Central Iowa Wrestling. Yeah, Central Iowa. Shout out. Drake Ayala versus Malik Heinzelman. Three and a half point favorite for Drake. Are you high? JD Raider, are you high? I will make, pee in this cup right now. That is way too many points. Whoa. Way too many points. Way yeah, too many. Testing it flow? There's no way. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> Malik is all Bottom over the place. Oh, um, I got Malik covering this three and a half point favorite. Give me yes, Drake. I, I agree. He's tough to he is tough to score on. He can't um, turn nobody. Drake's not going to turn this guy. I don't think. Let's, turn, yes. Although he did cradle up this uh, DeAugustino. But that's so. he he might have had him pinned. Had him pinned. He was actually he was pinned. He pinned DeAugustino last week. Ah, uh, yeah, I could have seen a pin being called there. Yeah. Um, but I did. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Malik, now you're thinking Malik about it. Him. Now you're thinking about it. Oh, I'm not. There's no, there's no hesitation in my Malik Heinzelman selection. And now, listen, I think Drake wins the match. Well, we're talking three and a half point favorites. This is, this is an atrocity. This is downright disrespectful to the Castle Rock catalyst, Malik Heinzelman. Okay. Sammy Sasso versus Max Murin. Sasso, a two and a half point favorite. That sounds right. But who do we pick? I'll say Sasso covers. 
Can we get Shane back on here and talk about how much he loves Max Murin? That was the <laughs> that was the bromance I didn't know was possible. I mean, that guy loves Max Murin. I need to get him. Can you hear someone Shane doesn't like? Because I have not heard Shane be like, "Oh yeah." Listen, Shane, I know this. I know it's because there's kind of pushback. Like, so if I say this guy's a bum or he lost, you know, maybe I'll get a message from their parent or someone won't like me over it. But whatever, I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say. Uh, but Shane like wouldn't make picks yesterday. So who does the, who does Shane not like, Christian? I don't know. ISIS probably. Um... <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I watch this comedian. <laughs> It was so funny. He was talking about how his girlfriend dated an ex Navy, <laughs> ex Navy SEAL, and so then, our, so then he had to talk about how, how how strong ISIS was and how how Navy SEALs were weak because they had two go to weapons. <laughs> really good. Fit. You really. <laughs> That's a wild one. Okay. You gotta go watch it. I was laughing so hard. Like those Navy SEALs, they're weak. They got night vision goggles, all the best weapons. Oh, yeah, ICE is just out there with a the truck and a gun. <laughs> oh, my God. Real men. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's, the fr- that's the Friday, you know. Oh, oh God. This guy was so funny. I was dying. <laughs> so who do you got? Sasso or Murin? Two and a half for Sasso. <laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about it. Um Oh, Mira's gonna get tough on him. It's only gonna be a, it's gonna be a two point win. Last year, he's a tough oh, guy. No, you don't want to no. wrestle. Mira, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my, I just came to me. Mira can't not shoot head inside shot, so he's gonna get cradled. That's what happened last time. Yeah, yeah, that's what's gonna happen again. Right, ben, so. it was it was so funny last year. We we did predictions for this match, match yeah. with Sammy Sasso, and we said he's gonna shoot a head inside single and get cradled. And he shot and got cradled. I'm almost positive that's exactly how it transpired. Yeah, he's gonna shoot a head inside shot and get cradled. Not this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't. He doesn't have to shoot a head inside cradle and get cradled. Uh, he's get gonna cradled. shoot a head inside shot. Um, but that doesn't even have to happen for Sasso to win by three. No. no. Marinelli Karchla. Marinelli point and half favorite. I like this line. However, really. I, I think, think you should pick him. I do too. So I'm going Carson. I'm going Carson. Yeah. Is this? Yeah. I thought you know Marinelli's a favorite here. If you, eh, I'll go Marinelli. Okay. Um, how I mean, did How did Griffith take um, Carson down again? I'm blanking. Or did he not? Well, it was a single leg, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm just thinking can he get can because Marinelli really doesn't do doesn't have a lot of options. He has gotta post you know post I think Karchla is more dynamic and probably will eclipse Marinelli's career by the end of his. But at this point, Marinelli's just gonna do some like big brother type stuff and refuse to lose and gut out an overtime win. Well yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see what Karchla's cardio is like. Because we haven't really seen that tested, I don't think. And it, it it seems to not be an issue. I know I could win a one point match. Maybe I should go Karchla. No, no, it's on. It's on the board. I already locked it's it on. in. Yeah, lock in. Marinelli, get Caleb it done Romero. in the two minute overtime. For me, for America, for Iowa. Oh, wow, Caleb Romero versus Abe Assad. Romero, a two and a half point favorite. I think Abe covers this, though. I have been very impressed with Caleb this season 
No doubt about really? it. Really? You really think Abe covers it? Yeah. Because Romero's just not offensive? Is that why? I Well, I think he's it, offensive, but I think he, he, uh, he definitely picks his spots. And I think Abe, positionally, hand-fighting-wise, I think he's going to make it tougher for him. I think this is a close match. Okay. So Abe just lost to a high school guy. Good high school guy. Great job, Clay Whiting. Okay. And Romero's went to overtime with the Olympic bronze medalist. Romero better cover this damn line. Otherwise, I'm going to be annoyed. Watch. That, that logic, I think, doesn't apply here. I, Romero I think. looked great against Amin. Assad did lose by six to Trent Hidley, which is encouraging. I, I don't think Romero's quite on the level. Of Heidley, but I was so annoyed when Trent wouldn't get a third. Trent, Backtrack. get a freaking third period takedown. I Cut know. The line. I was so mad at him too. I was, I was so, so mad, mad at him too. I was yelling at the computer. <laughs> Trent, go get that freaking takedown. <laughs> um, I'll go aside to cover Romero wins by one or two. Wow, I thought I'd be on an Assad island, but I have. Uh... You have it backwards, bro. No, I picked. I picked Assad, JD. This I is, picked Romero. The I fix is Romero. in. The fix is in. I gotta, I gotta double check all my picks after this show. Ridge Lovett versus Austin Gomez. What a fire match! This is a pick. Uh, this might be the match of the weekend. It really is. But sometimes when you say that, that it's like a, it's a bummer match. I hope. Well, you know a- the match that we said this is gonna be the greatest match ever uh, going into NCAs was a couple years ago. Dom Demas versus Jay Nyman. This is going oh. crazy. Yeah. And, like, yeah. nothing happened at yeah. all. It was a boring, boring That's match. That's what happens. It look, uh, so we may have overhyped this one, but I don't think it's possible. I really don't see it happening. I think it's going to be exciting. Um, the question is, who do you pick? I mean, Lovett's top game makes him so interesting. And how – Gomez is going to come at him hard. I see. I could see Gomez coming out really hard early, getting a takedown or two, and then Lovett's going to try to run him down. Yeah. It, oh, it's well, I, so I think it comes down to who's, who's going to – listen, they're going to lock up. They're like a couple of bull, bull elk right here. They're going to lock horns in the beginning. Someone's going to throw somebody. It's just who's going to end up on top because that's going to be a six-point swing right there. Um, so uh, I'm – I think that could go either way. I think it's a coin flip, but I, I just think Lovett has – if it goes past that, Lovett's got a few more options. He's he's really, really – his gas elite. tank more too. He's get, got a great gas tank. He's a lead on top. Um, so I'm going to go – I'm going to go Lovett for that reason. I just think Lovett has a couple more ways to win, which is crazy to say with yeah. considering it's Austin Gomez who really has a pretty diverse skill set himself. Man, y'all are both on Ridge. I'll take AG. Give me Gomez. I can't believe this made the cut, but we love talking deep. Yeah. So let's go. It's just because it's it it for fun. Can Dean Hamidi beat Bubba Wilson by 12 and a half points? Bubba yes. Wilson's not have a good year. Bubba Wilson, Bubba Wallace, I don't care. Dean Hamidi's covering this. Bubba Sparks? Bubba Sparks. Yeah, got- that would have been it. Bubba Gump. He got pinned twice this year. Oh, man. Oh. Stop until there's nothing left. 
This is going to be a close duel, too, I would imagine, Nebraska-Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. So he's going to be highly incentivized. Hamidi doesn't know better. He just tries to destroy everyone. I, yeah. He's getting this. Yeah, he's probably getting this. 12 and a half is a lot, though. I mean, the, the only thing is 12 and a half is a, a bunch of freaking points. Listen, it is. What are we, what are we talking about here? I understand. I understand perfectly. That, but, uh, I mean, if it's that easy, then he should have made the line bigger. Well, perhaps he should have. Andrew Clark. I mean, he didn't beat. He only beat uh, the Little Rock guy by one. And he only beat Clark by six, and Clark's not very good. And since then, he's. No, since then, there's only one match. Kill Carlson, and he got taken down and then pinned him. All right, I'm going to go Hamidi. Uh, oh, oh, okay. 12 and a half. It's 12 and a half. Uh, all right, I'll go Hamidi. But I'm not confident in it. You realize he teched Phil Canigliero 21 to 6, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Uh, Evan Wick, a.k.a. John Wick, versus Anthony Valencia. Wick, four and a half point favorite. This is... Um, I don't know. So I know I know exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, Evan's going to win the match, but I don't think it's going to be by more than four and a half because Anthony Valencia always has wrestled Evan tough. I think he's got a. I don't think he's ever beat him in folk. I'm going to look. I don't think he's beat him in folk style. He has. They haven't wrestled in folk. They've never wrestled folk, so he's beat him in freestyle. But um, yeah, so I think Evan's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be by more than four and a half. I'll, I'll take Wick to cover. He's been. Really good this year. Um, I mean, Vegas was just like sort of a jaw-dropping role. Has he – when's the last match he wrestled? He hasn't wrestled Kobe, in a while. Right? Yes. What's going on? What does uh, that Cal mean? had like a duel canceled and – or Midlands was canceled and then well, he sat out one to, duel. Yeah, he's going to go to Midlands and then canceled. And then mm. he only sat out one duel. Cal Poly just had a long break in their schedule. So he beat Kamamine by three. He beat Shane Griffith by four. This this line is is spot on. I'll I'll have Valencia covering this. I'm with I'm with Ben. Okay. Four and a half is a lot of points for Valencia. Sometimes, sometimes the wheels fall off for Valencia. Is, what'd you say? Sometimes the wheels kind of fall off for Valencia. You say that, and you're right. But when's the last time they fell off? I don't know. That's what I don't know. So don't I'm know. trying to find out. I think it's been a while since the wheels fell off. Hey, you Last... guys realize this duel is on a Monday? It was supposed to be Friday, but it got pushed back to Monday. I don't know why it might be COVID-related, I would assume. Hey, I'll, and I'll tell you the last time the wheels fell off, Keegan O'Toole put a 16-to-1 oh, piece on him. That was pretty ugly. Oh, my gosh. And then Evan uh, Ethan Smith put a 13-to-4. He won't be there. Yeah, did you know uh, <laughs> Polly on their schedule, they got the Alumni Weekend and Crab Feed benefit, but it got canceled, unfortunately. Oh, that's too bad. I would have loved to gone to that, although I'm not an alumni. Schedule. You, yeah, you can get an alum, uh, emeritus. Jay. Evan and Tristan didn't uh, didn't invite me. Rude, guys. Jeez. Oh, wow, very rude. All right, Alan Hart versus Clay Carlson. Uh, Hart, point and a half favorite. What? Hart beat him at scuffle. Yeah, they wrestled in the scuffle. Um, go Hart, uh, wait, let me see. I got Clay here. Oh, Keegan, my pin. <laughs> it's the line. <laughs> 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 All 
<laughs> I'm taking Keegan. No. Who's he man. wrestling? That, man, it's sort of it's sort of true. Wait, what? We got to finish. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's gonna pin Tanner Cook. Come on, bro. Tanner Cook is pinner be pinned. Tanner Cook basically his main setup is pinning himself and then flipping you over. I uh, I talked uh, to uh, Cook when I was in Brookings the other week, and it's funny. He went to Cornell to play soccer, and then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not know that. And then he was like, yeah, I was getting beat up a bunch in the room when I started wrestling. So I just started to try, trying to pin people all the time. And that's why, like, now he always is such a good pinner. Or, oh, wow. or get pinned. Or get pinned. Yes. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Carlson. We're all going Carlson. Oh, we are. Okay. So and are we all Ke- going Keegan? Keegan. CP? Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know what? When it's so obvious, sometimes you just just do this. it. No, give me give me Cook to get teched or something else. He's oh, so good. I know. We're gonna be what sitting at the TV just yelling for Keegan to get a pin. Yeah, well, we do Cook that anyway. Only actually been pinned once this year. Just FYI, Cook's only been pinned once. Only been pinned once. And he's wrestled but, Keegan zero times. Unfortunately, he's wrestling the most prolific pinner currently. He did get pinned by Fred Green last year. <laughs> the Fred Green show. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I did that. but um, He's only been pinned six times in his career, so you have a chance. That's good. Peyton uh, Mako versus Kate Devos. Mako, a point and a half favorite. Ah. Wait, wait. Uh did you do that backwards? Because you do realize Peyton lost to Kate Devos in the Southern Scuffle Finals. Just listening a little backwards. I'll take Devos with this line. Yeah, maybe I did. So maybe we'll go Devos. I'm going to go Mako because I got to go Mako. Contractually obligated. Contractually obligated. Mako over Starachi. You heard it here. Mako over Starachi. Let's go. Yaya Thomas versus Ridge Lovett. Lovett, a point and a half favorite. It seem when it seems too obvious, it sometimes is, and I feel like love it covering this is very obvious. Well, um, did they wrestle last year? Because I, feel, yeah. I actually feel like Yaya stylistically is a bad matchup for Ridge. Love it. Yes. Um, but let me see if they wrestled, so I can I can say if it's I'm a tough right. weekend for for Ridge. Tough weekend. A lot of a lot of good wrestlers. This is a a classic Big Ten uh, weekend for someone. I'll, they didn't wrestle last year at all. Mm. I feel like uh, Yaya's uh, a bad matchup because he he can score from the outside and he won't he's really disciplined and so he won't maybe engage Ridge in some of the situations. You gonna get off the bottom? That would be the question though: is can he get off the bottom? He should not choose bottom. I'll I'll say give me Yaya here. Oh, you went backwards. I thought you said Ridge. I said I said it's I think it's too obvious. It's like, no. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go yeah, yeah also. Okay. Wow. I'm really surprised because you are probably the number one yeah, yeah hater on this show. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm always real. Real. Real, real against him. Okay. Deacon, four and a half point favorite versus Peyton Rob. Will this happen? I don't know. But if it does, I'll say Deacon. Deacon, Deacon puts it on. Yeah. Deacon by five plus here. 
Oh, Peyton Rob looked not good against um, Brayton Lee. Like, really not good. And for that reason, I'm picking Ryan Deacon. Trevor, Trevor, Master Giovanni versus Jarrett Lane, three and a half point favorite for Mastro. That's too many points. Jarrett Lane is a stingy individual. I, I got I, 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 I think. I think uh, sometimes JD just makes these lines just so he can get an easy dub and just kind of keep up with us. But that's okay. I'm not keeping up if everyone goes the same. I know, but well, at least you're trying to get closer to 500 at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dayton Fix versus Malik Hines, not to be confused with Malik Heinzelman. Fix, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I think these guys have wrestled before. Uh, Dayton but I don't pinned remember. him, right? Oh, my gosh, he pinned him. Um, Dayton, it's Dayton. Malik's really? tough. Uh, I, I have a lot of points. respect for Hines. Um, Hines this year. He lost 13 to 12 to Gable Strickland. Oh my gosh. Um, and 10 8 to J- Jason Shaner. Okay, Dayton. Sorry. Sorry, Dayton. Right, I'll go and fix. I shouldn't have taken Just got to watch so out for long. the defensive fall. Yeah. That's, maybe that memory is too pronounced in my mind. Josh Humphreys versus Wyatt Sheets. Humphreys, six and a half point favorite. Humphreys scores a lot of points. He's kind of an interesting guy this year at, at NCAA. He's good. He's he's really good. He's really good. He's a point scorer. His only loss on the year uh, is to, well, let's see. Doug Zapp. Oh my gracious, Doug Zapp. He got zapped. Now you take it back. He got zapped by Doug. <laughs> no, he's uh, good. He's, he's good. He's got a lot of good wins. He crushed Caleb Young. Um, I'm I'm going Josh Humphreys. I am too. It was a 16-2 win. Uh, last time they wrestled, and the time before that, though, it was a seven-five for uh, for Sheets. So this this could really go a lot of different directions. But we all got Humpty Bump. St- oh man, Sebastian Rivera versus Stevon Meechich. Will anyone wrestle Sebastian Rivera? Someone. Meechich back this weekend. Uh, Meechich beat him last time, but that was when he bumped up. And it was ugly. It was. Sort of ugly. It wasn't like bonus, but it was. Oh, uh, I think he got bonus. No, I think so. All right, let's look it up. You can I'm, it looking, I'm gonna beat you there. I'm looking it up. What year was it though? Twenty ten four. Ten four. Oh, son of a. Close to bonus. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Michich. Uh, I will go. Michich. Go over there. Mm. Okay. Miles Amin versus John Poznanski. Amin, two and a half point favorite. This is a good line and a great match. Paz is a great athlete. Oh, man. What a weekend for Miles. Jeez. Yeah, it's Amin. Aaron Brooks. Yeah, I, I think Amin can do it. I think he can cover this. I agree. Two, two takedowns to none type of thing gets it done, and he can ride. Greg Balsek versus Pat Brucky. Point and a half. For Brucky, give me Greg. My brother Greg, and yeah. upper lip hair will get it done this time. You're sticking with your mustache, man. I think Bolsek, I mean, he could lose by a point and I still win here. So Greg's looked really good this year. Yes. I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Greg also. I was impressed with his magic against Max Dean. He's good. 
he he can really scrap it out. Um, all right, next up. Last one. Uh, last one. Eric Barnett, bring us Eric home. Bar- First, Devin Schroeder. He pinned Schroeder, I think, the last time they wrestled. I think he was losing though, but uh, I feel like Schroeder has. Um, he pit, he beat him fun. five to four at uh, NCAs and pinned him Ooh. at pinned him in the duel last year. Ooh. So, he, like off the top of my head, you would think Devin Schroeder is the more consistent, maybe better guy, but. 2-0 last two times. Now, Schroeder did win in 2020. 9-8. Man, I'll take Barnett here. You never know with these guys. You I'll go Schroeder. Okay. Fun, fun weekend of wrestling. What would you say? Barnett, Ben? I did say Barnett. Okay. Okay. Next up, let's go to some questions from our our many, many friends. From Mike Monroe, can Mizzou win the Big 12? Besides Fix for Oklahoma State and O'Toole, anyone you see as a prohibitive individual favorite for either team? I'm not listing fast twitches. I think he'll be challenged by Elam. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, Fast twitch should absolutely – he's a huge favorite to win. Uh, could Iowa State sneak in and take it? So conferences are always interesting. You know, Oklahoma State Oklahoma. is better than o- Oklahoma. Literally tied for the win last year. So yeah, you can't, you cannot count out uh, Missouri having a. They, they absolutely are in the mix to win the Big Twelve. Yeah. Now that said, I mean, what, a slightly down performance could, would would shift it, right? So yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State's <coughs> so far this year has looked really good. Um, obviously last year, you know, you referenced the, uh, Oklahoma tying them at big 12s. Like they were not having a great year, uh, but so far so good for them. They're kind of blowing teams out. I'll let me read you their dual scores. Uh, 29, seven, 23, 10, 45, zero, 31, three, 45, zero, 30 to three, 37 to zero, 35 to six, 35 yeah. to six. It's a bloodbath. So we'll see if they come back down to earth. Uh, you know, they have Missouri and Iowa both in, like, fe- early February. Right. But Oklahoma State's looking really good, unfortunately. They are. They, I think it's great. I think they look awesome. I think it'll be really good next year, too. Uh, but Missouri's going to have basically 10 solid guys that can all place pretty high at Big 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. If a couple guys slightly outperform. That would be all it takes to make it really interesting. So yeah. I would not count them out at all. And Iowa State sneaking in. Maybe a little tougher. I don't see that, but maybe. I don't see that either. Um, from my name is Jums. Who else in wrestling can solve a Rubik's Cube? Can they solve it as fast as Caleb Piles? Um, I doubt. I don't know. Listen, I so every time I go downstairs, Caleb is watching YouTube videos about Rubik's Cube, and I'm watching all these highlights of these kids None of them look like wrestlers, so I don't think we <laughs> got a bunch of kids in my academy that can do them quick, dude. They were doing they were doing the terms of the day. I sent Tyler a video if he wants to pull it in of Caleb's uh, one of his fastest solves. Um, it's it's like it's like 15 seconds, so you can watch that and see if they're fast. For Zinni, I would throw down the gauntlet if any wrestler that can uh, outcube my son, I would like to see it. 
Um, I think this guy, this kid, I got Vince DeMarco. I think he's the fastest, the fastest Rubik's Cuber. Okay. Caleb's only been doing it like two months. So he's young and his Oh, we got excuses. We got excuses now. No excuses. I'm saying Let's he's see. a. We got a normal Rubik's Cube. I'm going to ask his mom how fast he can solve it. He's on a phenom trajectory, I would say. Um, pull, Tyler, I don't know if you saw the video or if it's gone through. Um, you can pull it in whenever. Um, yeah. yeah, move on and come back in a minute. I see your note here. Okay. Um, how far can Ben punt a football? <laughs> that is a, that's a very strange question. I saw this, and I <laughs> I have no idea. Can't be long Probably your lack of hip mobility. No, yeah. my hip mobility is great. I got a it's new one. Now. Dude, I know oh, you, you want to hear that? But it, I, it's I, great. I'm on a roll telling stories today. You want another story? Yeah. yeah. So, F space kid out here. So, yesterday I was traveling and um, I'm going through TSA and this dude starts talking to me about wrestling, the, the TSA agent, you know? And so I'm like, okay. And so, talk, they're talking. Um, I, I walked the, the metal detector, it goes off. I'm like, He's like, yeah, metal? I'm like, no, I don't have anything on me. Go back through. Three times I went back through. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a freak idiot. I have a metal hip. I have to go through the other You're damn the Terminator. We were talking about wrestling, and I forgot about my metal <laughs> hip. Dang it, dang it, TSA guy. Oh, oh, you ready for this? You ready for this? His best time on a three-by-three three is 13 seconds, but he averages under 20 seconds. Oh, that's Caleb, pile's going down. That's right. That is literally right where Caleb is. Here, check this video. This is, I think, a... I don't know. This is a three by oh, three. Oh, here we go. So you get a little, you get like 15 seconds. To oh, inspect. you get to look at it. 15 seconds to inspect. He didn't even take, he didn't take that much time. Oh, go Caleb. I can't hear. I think he says the time in this, but I don't know if you can hear. How, how long will uh, this face last? Do you think Christian? Yes. 12.79. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go uh but he gets he gets consistently under 20 how long will this phase last so i don't know it depends how long this major league baseball strike lasts they if baseball doesn't major league baseball yeah i mean not that they would be playing right now but there's a player strike so if baseball doesn't come back i don't know but this is this is of his obsessions there have been many this is the most intense one he's ever had. It's 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 like Caleb, you need to read, you need to stop. Caleb, you gotta go work out. Caleb, it's just like he's solely obsessed with this one thing. It's like uh, probably like Ben in wrestling. Yeah. Um. So I guess one of the questions I have, because I've never been a Rubik's cuber, is like, doesn't it get boring after when you're that good at it? It's that simple. Doesn't it get a little bit boring? Because it, it it sure would appear that way. Okay, well, I'll I'll show you his freaking uh, his collection is insane of these things. So there's all these different cubes. I, yeah. I sent Tyler a picture. So he's got there's like two by two, three by three, four by four, five by five, six by six, seven by seven. But at some by at some point, won't they all be easy to him? Well, there um, he can solve them all, but it's like now it's you try to improve your times, you try to improve your average, et cetera, et cetera. So he's, um, I mean, listen, here, here's his collection right now. Here's all the cubes he's got and can solve. So and he just got two more yesterday in the mail. Wow. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, I mean, obviously with wrestling, you know, you get to wrestle different people who have different skill sets and they're stronger or they're faster or maybe better cardio. 
Like there's all kinds of, there's an evolving set of problems when you wrestle with people. And I just feel like, and I, I don't know what the, the algorithm is for these Rubik's cubes, but obviously there is an algorithm because once you get them, you got them. You just look at it and you go, you know? Yeah. I feel like that would get kind of boring, but maybe. maybe oh, I think it's insanely boring. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I, I don't encourage this behavior, but that's what it is. He's, he loves it. It's a fun challenge for him. I don't know. Um, how many NCAA wrestlers have competed consecutively over three different presidential administrations? Stevon <laughs> has hit Obama, Trump, and Biden. So is Kimmer. Because well, Kimmer technically before... competed before uh, Trump came into office. Yeah, it's kind of actually a late, I don't want to say it's a lame question, but um, I mean, anyone who does five years of competition, it's actually kind of like five and a half years between when they start college and end college. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a four year president, they're going to hit all three. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'd, that said, I don't know that there's a lot that hit three that hit Obama. Uh, I think we had a couple eight-year ones. So we had Clinton was eight-year, Bush was eight-year, Obama was eight-year. So, yeah, it's been yeah. a while since we had four-year presidents. Right. Okay. Um, and let's just stop the presidential discussion there. Uh, who wins these matches right now in folk style? RBY versus Soriano. I think actually – I want to see it. I want to see it. That's an awesome one. In folk style, I think Roman. You think so? I don't think I don't. Or well, I with no degree of certainty. If I had to pick one though, uh, uh, Roman. Wow, we're all going Roman, huh? If you no, Roman. I'll, I'll go Suriano. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Aaron Brooks versus AJ Ferrari. This is a match. I want to see it. I feel like Ferrari's just a little bit too big right now. But I yeah. would love that size because it would be one thing if AJ was like a brute who just like beat guys up and whatever and be like, okay, the uh, the speed, the technique, the whatever of of Aaron versus the brute of AJ. But AJ's like he does a lot of the the, the skills are they overlap a lot there. So I would say AJ here with that yeah. size discrepancy. Nick Lee versus Yanni is, you would think Yanni, but then, no, it's Yanni. Yeah, I'm going Yanni. But man, you know the freestyle match plus the um, Ridge Lovett scare makes me think you never know. Yes, these are definitely the matches you you really want to see. Nine forty four. Can we get one? All right, here's the last one. This will be right in Ben's wheelhouse. What are the ingredients of the perfect breakfast taco? I was actually just thinking I should probably go get breakfast tacos. <laughs> I bet you were. Step mm. one, a delicious corn what? tortilla. Oh, yes. yes. Hell yeah, Jay. Hell yes. Corn is so bad. No, it's not. Corn has a much lower floor, but a higher ceiling. Flour is same every time, and it's good. Uh, a flour tortilla is better than a bad corn tortilla, but a good oh, I hate, corn I hate tortilla. When they do the thick flour ones. Sometimes when they do the thin flour ones, they're good. The thick flour ones, like, ugh, just too much. Like, I don't want all yeah. this. I agree um, with that. Man, I like it simple. If we're talking breakfast tacos, I like it simple. I like some eggs, some steak, and just some cilantro and onion. That's it. And then put some cheese. sauce on that. Got that cheese. That yeah. sounds good. That sounds really good, minus the onion, 
Cilantro. Onion and cilantro when they put that onion and cilantro on. Oh man. Nice. I would I wouldn't be mad. Probably the salsa I'm eating with it has onion in it and that's that's plenty for yes. me. I don't, I don't need it over onion. Man, that makes me hungry though. And I want to have some different kinds of salsa though. I want some I want some, I want you know, one's gonna have a green salsa, one's gonna have one of those fire roasted like dark red salsas. And I'm just making everyone hungry for tacos. Yeah. Speaking of, let's go let's go eat some food. This is a great show. If I may humbly say, at least I enjoyed it. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Man, we got Watch Party Friday tomorrow for Me and my Maybe some special guests. Yeah. Whoa, special guests. If it, those guys are coming, it's very special. Cannot wait for tomorrow. It'll be such a fun weekend of wrestling. Wait, do you get to go to the Watch Party first or you're your band? Uh, maybe I'll call in and just yell for a little bit. But no, I'm I'm gonna be posted up here. I'm still in house arrest. No oh, uh, man. I'm almost out. Time off for good behavior. <laughs> Thank you guys. See you around. See you next Tuesday for FRL. Goodbye. <laughs>